What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Court with Dorian. Today's episode is just going to be featuring myself. I'm going to just talk a little bit about sports. I'm going to talk about my journey through basketball, how I got to the place that I'm in now. I'm also going to talk about my family, talk about life, talk about personal development, because those are the three key words that I built this podcast on from the very beginning. So starting off with sports, I started playing basketball when I was about five years old. Prior to that, my brother was a football player. My dad was his little league coach. So I used to love football as well, you know, very much tomboyish. But at the age of five, I started playing basketball. My dad was my little league coach, too, of course. And that's when I was living in Georgia, moved to Dallas whenever I was eight years old. I was playing on the SVAA team, which is the Spring Valley Athletic Association. So in Richardson, Texas, that's like YMCA Basketball League. While I was there, Coach John, you know, owner of the D.C. Queens, he saw me playing. He saw me keep moving up. But the competition level just wasn't where I needed to be. So he told me about something called AAU, which led me to the Stallions with Coach Marcus. And with the Stallions, that was my first AAU team. That was my first time traveling on a team, going to different sports, just really doing all of that, learning about what AAU really was. After the Stallions, I played with the Lady Jets, which was Jason Terry's team that he built for his daughter, which I talked about in the very first episode, just talking with him because he's definitely one of my mentors that I truly look up to. So after playing with the Lady Jets, going to Nationals, in Orlando and doing all that stuff. I played with DFW Elite, I believe, for my last three seasons of AAU. And so just with DFW Elite, I got the most exposure and I was able to start getting some offers and start going to these really big tournaments, not AAU Nationals anymore, of course, because we were older. But That's kind of like my journey through basketball. And then, of course, I went to the University of Houston where I played at for four years and got the whole college experience, the D1 experience that everybody really dreams of. Now, when you talk about basketball, you can think of a lot of things and you see a lot of different stories, which I would say my story was probably different too. going to the University of Houston. I had the opportunity to have people at my game supporting me all the time. And when I say people, I mean like family and close friends. Um, I also had friends from TSU and UH coming to the game. So just always having that support throughout my whole basketball career really meant a lot to me. And I would cherish it forever because I know that everybody doesn't have that opportunity. Everybody is not able to say that. And I am truly grateful for that. Um, While I was at the University of Houston, I got the opportunity to be on the student athlete advisory committee where my coach just put me on that my freshman year. And I knew nothing about what it was or what I was really a part of. I just knew I had to attend the meeting on Wednesday nights. (laughs) And so with that being said, as I learned about SAC and I saw how you could really build up yourself, build your resume, learn leadership skills. I wanted to get heavily involved with it. And so my junior year, I applied for the vice president position. 
I got that position. I was able to be the co-vice president with another guy, Nolan Bond, who was on the baseball team. And we were able to see how our president ran things, see how she operated, see who all she had to talk to to get stuff done. So ultimately, my senior year, I applied for the presidential job, of course, which I did get at the University of Houston. But I also applied for a position with the American SAC committee executive board and I got the public relations co-chair position for that so I was able to go to the trip to Rhode Island learn about conference things just see how everything is handled on that level ultimately I met a lot of great people at the American conference um they are now moving from Rhode Island to Dallas this summer so I think that it's good for the conference I think that you know, SAC is good for any student athlete to get involved in. It just really allows you to see things in a bigger light. It allows you to make decisions on behalf of the whole student athlete population. I mean, it's just, it's really important. So I would advise any student athletes that's playing, you know, get involved with SAC or at least know what SAC is and be able to tell other people about it so that they really understand and know that they can make a change on campus. Um, another thing I want to talk about is when I was in college playing basketball and my degree, when I went into college, I originally said I was going to be a pharmacist. I said that I was going to graduate with a degree in biology. Um, taking my first class, I knew that that wasn't the route for me, but something that I did know was that I love to talk. Um, sometimes occasionally love to be in front of the camera and I just really know how to adapt to different people, which is what ultimately brought me to broadcast journalism. Um, that decision was one of the best decisions that I could have made in college because it allowed me to really explore journalism. It allowed me to learn that journalism is more than just writing. Journalism is everything. I mean, Everything is art. Everything is journalism. So when you think about videos, any type of content that people see, all of that is under the umbrella of journalism. So I am grateful for that. With me being in that major, I wanted to explore internship opportunities. My very first one was with Akil. He was a ESPN radio uh, kind of hostish. He uh, had his own podcast. And that's really how I learned how podcasting goes. I saw him get people on his podcast and he was very consistent with it. I was able to get some great opportunities with him. Um, ultimately with him, I learned about something called NABJ, which is the National Association for Black Journalists. Um, I went to uh, an event last summer in Miami. I was able to meet all kinds of people that you can think of, actors, hosts, journalists, behind the scenes people, TNT, CNN, Fox Sports, Southwest. I mean, just everybody. I was able to see their people, talk to some of them, get some advice. And ultimately, I love my major broadcast journalism with a minor in African-American studies. And I am so happy that I was able to join NABJ and go to that convention last year because it opened my eyes up to a lot of people. And I'm grateful for Dayon Dunlap, who also played a role in NABJ, my experience going there. He helped me, you know, really learn my way around it. So I am definitely grateful for that. Um, so talking about the podcast, talking about internships, I also had an internship with the Chop Shop 
sports radio talk show, which the host of that is Jim Hicks and Robert Hatter. I was with them last summer while, you know, also playing basketball and they are just full of personality. They are both very different. Mr. Jimmy is definitely a stats man versus Mr. Hatter is just going to say what's ever on his mind. And I am so grateful for them because I have a personality, like a mixture of both of them, which ultimately helped me with planning my podcast, with knowing how excitable I wanted to be, how much I really wanted to learn about other people, learn about the things that's going on in their life. So that's how I really came up with the podcast idea, along with me doing interviews of my teammates for the basketball team with Off the Court with Doro, which was a show that the video department helped me produce and helped me do just to learn more about my teammates. So Off the court with Dorian, I wanted to focus on sports life and personal development, like I said at first. And my ultimate goal was just to shine light on all black people. I mean, the people that I have on here, of course, are all black. Um, They have small businesses. They're somehow related to sports. They know about life issues. I mean, I just want positivity coming from any direction that it could really come from. And I feel like I know a lot of people. So what I try to do as my job on this podcast is help share those people that I know because they are great people. They deserve more support outside of the people that they already have support from. And that's just ultimately what I want to do with my podcast. And I want to continue to do that with my podcast. Um, Episodes are going to stop coming out so oftenly so I'm probably just going to focus on just Sundays just because of everything else going on and me trying to plan some more in the future which we're going to come back around to another podcast of me to talk about what's going on in my future I don't want to disclose all that just quite yet but do know that the podcast episodes are going to be coming out mainly on Sundays this week I'm gonna have a special Juneteenth episode as well as a Sunday episode So stay tuned to that. Lastly, but this is definitely the biggest part of my life, and that's me being a Christian. I know that at the end, I always say what God has for you is for you, and no man can take that away from you. And when I say that, I truly mean that. I mean, my life changed tremendously whenever I got baptized. I mean, leading up to that, I knew the Lord. My papa on my father's side is a pastor. My grandmother is very religious. I mean, I went to church often growing up, didn't go on the times that I had basketball tournaments and whatnot, but ultimately the church, God, Christianity is all in me. And I wouldn't want to trade that for anything because that is something that I truly value. And just talking about my journey to getting baptized, While I was in Houston, I went to Willard Avenue Baptist Church with Pastor Cosby. And when I tell y'all, he is amazing. All of you need to go on YouTube and just listen to one of his sermons, even if it's just for five minutes. I mean, he has power. And when I also think about Willard Avenue Baptist Church, I think about old gospel songs, which is the gospel music that I love to listen to are those old 15 minute long songs because... I just, I don't know. It just sits differently with my spirit. It it fits me differently. I truly love the old gospel music songs more than the new gospel, even though I listen to both. But ultimately, going to Willard Avenue Baptist Church, I just felt something different. And so the day that I walked up to the altar 
to say that I wanted to get baptized. I was up there just bawling, just crying. And it was just so important to me because it was during a time that I was playing basketball and I wasn't at my best, but I was still making sure that I could go to church as often as I could. And I continuously prayed. I know that when I was growing up, my mom said the decision to get baptized is yours. I'm not going to force you to get baptized, but when you feel like that time is right, then do it. And that's exactly what I did. And so when I walked up to the altar, I believe it was in February or March, but knowing the basketball schedule, I was unable to get baptized on my correct day. So when I say that God works in mysterious ways, I mean it because last year, on Easter Sunday, I got baptized at Texas Southern University. Everybody knows about Texas Southern University. And it was just definitely life changing. I mean, I was born on Easter Sunday back in 1998, on April 12th, if y'all don't know my birthday. <laughs> but just thinking about me being born on Easter Sunday, me being baptized on Easter Sunday, I just feel like I'm, I am definitely a special child of God. And I know that we all are when we believe in him and we trust in him. But I definitely believe that I know the things that he's done in my life. And I am forever grateful for that. I'm forever grateful for all the people that continuously support me. I really appreciate you all that listen to this podcast. I hope that you continue to listen to the podcast because I'm going to continue to have excellent guests on here I'm going to continue to talk about things that are relevant, but also we're just going to sit here and shine light on the people that need it because everybody needs more support. And if people are doing something really big, I truly admire them. I want them on the show. And you all are going to know as many people as I know so that we can continue to show positive light, continue to think positively and have positive people on here. I appreciate y'all listening to me talk. I really do not like to just sit and listen to myself. So this is for everybody who said, well, I want to know more about you. I appreciate you. This episode is for you. Thank you all for listening. One last thing to remember, what God has for you is for you and no man can take that away from you. Bye.